Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part of Me Podcast, created and hosted by me, Jamie Reynolds, where I will be providing techniques and guidance on starting, maintaining, and measuring your plan to fulfill those desired goals in your life. If you are ready to start achieving your goals, join me every Sunday and stay tuned to the end of this episode. Make sure you visit my webpage for free printables. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. How are you doing? How was your week? Let's start there. Let's start asking ourselves those questions. How was your week? How was your day? How are you processing things? Did something happen during the course of the week or did something happen during the course of the day that threw you off? How are you addressing that? So let's take a moment and let's have a, just a self dive for a second and just check on ourselves. Okay. So now that we have centered ourselves and put ourselves into this space where we can receive new information, let's go ahead and dive right in. So this week we are going to dive into a topic that, you know, I did not realize how real it was until I started to notice the shift in my own behavior. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. I will share my own personal stories as well, but let's first get an understanding of what exactly we are talking about here. So this week, I'm gonna be speaking on seasonal affective disorder, also known as SAD, capital S, capital A, capital D. So what exactly is SAD? SAD is a depression that is caused by the changes of the season. It's essentially in the name within seasonal affective disorder. And so this is typically due to shorter days resulting in less sunlight. So people can experience SAD in the fall. And this is actually identified as or called winter pattern or fall onset. Or most of you guys have maybe heard this or even said this yourself, winter blues. But SAD can also occur in the spring summer months as well. And so this is the spring onset or spring pattern or summer blues. Now, summertime causes a sad and wintertime causes sad are completely opposite. In the wintertime, shorter days, less sunlight, it seems more gloomy. You're getting out of work and the day is already over. It's cold. All those different variables play in a factor on how you feel, how you are experiencing life, how you are experiencing the moment. While in the summertime, there are higher temperatures. Self-esteem related actions can fall into play on why you feel the way you feel. Even the change in your routine can be impacted. Longer days, The sun is out for a longer period of time, so maybe you are going to sleep later, right? So these things all play a factor in how SAD is developed. Now, fall onset SAD is more so prevalent in the end of the fall, going into the winter months, your November, December, January months, while spring onset is during the spring, during your summer months, but is usually more prevalent within the summer months. Now, fall onset or winter blues, this transpires more often or is more common than spring onset or summer blues. However, nonetheless, they do still occur. The emotions you may experience, it includes, but is definitely not limited to irritability, 
frustration, restlessness, low energy, or even feelings of hopelessness. SAD can sometimes be diagnosed with a mental health professional. However, within the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorder, and for those who are former psychology majors or psychology major or what have you, this is like the the Bible, the holy grail for mental health therapists and counselors and how they go about diagnosing individuals. Because what people may not know, for you to be diagnosed with something, you have to actually experience a certain amount of symptoms within that particular diagnosable state. So in this case, and and in short, it's called the DSM and five is the addition of it. But within the DSM, this is actually considered a false on the criteria of depression with seasonal patterns. So this is a form of depression, which is why the symptoms seem so closely related, if not almost exact. But of course, we know there are different tiers or levels of depression, different areas of depression, different criteria, example of what this falls into. So why am I addressing this? Why is this relevant? How this how does this have to do with goals? And, and this is one thing. One, every topic doesn't have to be strongly embedded into how you plan your goals and set your goals, etc. Some of this stuff is more so just information because again, this is real life. These things happen. But essentially anything that's mood impacting impacts the way you carry out things, right? So while I always feel everything to a degree translate back to how you do your goals, if you're doing your goals, if you even set goals, because when you are genuinely, and I think that we undervalue the significance of our feelings and our moods and how drastically it impacts the way we go about our lives. Essentially, if you are feeling this way, I can assure you that the last thing you're thinking about is the goals that you want to accomplish. Let's be real. This is typically why people have a lot more goals in warmer weather or even carry out their goals a little bit more often in warmer weather than they do when it's cold outside because you just sometimes you're just not in the mood. You're not in the mood to to do these things. So you do see that that difference. And if you do not believe me, check out social media. Check check out what people are posting, right? You know, for, for fun, we see the shift in content depending on the season. So in the winter time, you may see things more inside, snuggle, cuddle, reset, right? And then the summertime, you're seeing out and about, action, setting goals, getting things done, feeling a little bit more ambitious into wanting to do those things, right? So it is a big difference. So this is why these conversations or why I address these conversations because it's real. It's very real. And we have to get into the habit of acknowledging the fact that these things do exist. And, you know, I, in, in psychology, one of my teachers used to say, what is normal in the same way, what is crazy, right? So it's not in a way of saying that, you know, oh my God, I feel crazy for feeling this way and I do not understand what is going on. This is a thing. This is a thing. This is why so much setback happens in the fall time for people to actually get wound up and setting goals. And and that's the big thing, right? Also, the the new year, the top of the year is starts in the winter time. And that may be, and this is the thing, right? How before you go into the new year, you're like, okay, you know what? I'm done. I'm just going to wait into the new year. That falls within this this area of, of what we're experiencing. So 
let's go ahead and dive into ways you can ease sad. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring you on something heavy and then not provide you with ways that you can actually ease it. Now this does not cure it. I'm not sure if there is actually a cure for it. Typically with a lot of uh, mental related things, there's not necessarily a cure. There's just ways to help uh, tame it ease it, finding a way to get control over it. But it's not very often where there's an actual bona fide cure for this. And so what I'm going to propose to you are things that you can do that does not require prescription or any type of medicine or anything of that sort, just things that you can probably start integrating into what you're doing now. And maybe you can see an impact or change. And so the first thing is light therapy. So if we're having shorter days and we're having less sunlight, naturally the comeback to that is to find your way to get more exposure to light. So I personally like natural light. So for me, I'm the type of person, when I get off of work and I get home, I'm opening up all the windows. The more natural light that can shine into my home, the better I feel. That's that vitamin D. That's like all those things. It's just, it gives that that level of the endorphins that I need, right? It's it's really speaking to that and it's causing whatever chemical that needs to go on my body when it's exposed to that, it's actually initiating that for me. Now, light therapy is not limited to natural light. Now that we have all these different types of technologies and all these different things, they do also have generated light therapy, um, if you will. And typically what it looks like is think about a ring light. If you're not familiar with a ring like is, this is what a lot of photographers use or social media influencers, or even if you're just taking a regular picture, this is how you can manipulate the light in your space. So essentially light therapy is generated light that mimics the type of light that you would get if the sun was actually out and just beaming down, etc. So that's one thing that you can do. Uh, exercise, of course, that is typically the go-to for a lot of things just because of the things that it awakens in you and all those different things. And it's a way of releasing of your emotions. Have you ever did a workout and then cried afterwards? It's not because the workout was challenging or hard. It's just because it literally released certain levels of emotions that was in your body. And contrary to belief that certain workouts that are targeting certain areas can release certain things. And if you do not believe me, there are several different types of workouts and things that are created for these particular things. In fact, I have met someone that does something called laughter yoga. And it's all within the title. It is releasing all that stress and all those different things on your mind, especially as adults through the form of laughter. And it's integrated using yoga as well. And so go online, check it out. It's it's actually pretty cool. Type it in on YouTube. Um, but that's another form of exercise that you can do to just self-release everything, you know, just kind of get into a space of getting all those heavy things off your mind and just being in the moment. Um, Another thing, and it's what I incorporate or I try to incorporate as often as possible, is doing something that I truly enjoy. Um, And you can typically tell the thing that you enjoy is because if you think about yourself doing it, it instantly makes you smile. It instantly makes you happy. And for me, that is reading fictional books. I love things that can literally transform my mind into a space of something that is completely unreal, but it just it just creates that 
contrary to reality space. It opens up the imagination. It just allows you to be fully submerged in whatever the author is trying to illustrate for you. So fictional books is my way to go. It just, it's like that escape from the reality. Uh, But for some other people that might be drawing, that might be knitting, right? So whatever you think of that actually just makes you smile and is harmless. And this is the thing, right? Because retail therapy is a big thing, but sometimes it can cause more harm than good. So you want to find something that is easy reach, that does not cause any type of harm, any type of disruption, but it makes you happy when doing it. Last thing, which is, you know, a big thing and a good thing, but also a conscious thing that needs to happen because it deals with your feelings and it deals with you acknowledging your feelings. And that's exactly what it is acknowledging your feeling. Journaling is one of those things that is recommended because it is dealing with your mental and it is dealing with your feelings is the acknowledgement of how you're feeling within that present state through journaling. Now, My thing with journaling, I think is definitely a safe way to release how you're feeling um, and you're not hurting another person, um, but you're also just not keeping everything trapped in your head in in other forms. It's like brain dumping. So how you brain dump your tasks, you just brain dump your emotions and your feelings. Feelings can be heavy and acknowledging them can be just as heavier because sometimes you sit in that. So what I will recommend when you are doing that is also to have an activity afterwards um, that does give you that that peace and that release, but also having that good friend um, that is available for when it becomes a little too heavy for you, someone that you can call uh, so they can kind of bring you back down or bring you back into that center of space. Because sometimes acknowledging feelings is a great thing. It's a good thing. Uh, but sometimes when you cannot control it, um, it can be just as harmful as well. So journaling is another mechanism that you can utilize when you're experiencing sad. Um, And then one other thing is sometimes just getting out of your normal environment, the environment that you see every single day, because that can sometimes be triggering for you. Uh, Identify a safe space that you can go to. And sometimes that safe space may be the space that you go to all the time. It can be somewhere where you experience a happy feeling or happy emotion, and you can go there and it gives you that feeling again. Um, So those those are just some ways that you can, can counter again and sad. And there are many other ways that you can do it. Of course, if it's to love extremity, if you have a therapist or a counselor or whomever, uh, that's also a way to go. Uh, You know, just sometimes you don't have the ability to see them as frequently. So you have to find ways where you can cope and where you can deal with these things, right? So this was a, a heavy, heavier episode because we were addressing some things that, you know, that a lot of people may be experiencing and just did not know that they were actually experiencing it. So please utilize whatever you need for you to get through this state. Um, and if it's something that is a heavier burdensome, definitely consider seeking a medical professional to, you know, to have those conversations. So as always, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. And I want to reassure you, you will be okay. You will be okay. You will get through it. You have so much more to come for you. So as always, thank you so much for being part of me. 